All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Uncalled For. Tonight we're covering or discussing the um, election results. Um, so it's, tonight it's going to be Sean, Trey, and I. Um, I know it's been a crazy week. Um, I don't know if, if everybody voted this week. I know I voted early. Um, but just, yeah, yeah just here. waiting for the results and everything to come in has been, I mean drain yeah draining and stressful and all that it's been it's been a nightmare um but here we are on a saturday i mean we kind of knew everybody kind of knew where this was going you know for the past couple days but today on saturday november 7th it's kind of been made somewhat official you know from all the news media you know kind of um, saying that Joe Biden is definitely one, and which obviously because his his lead just continued to grow in literally every state. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it, it really really hasn't mattered. I don't know what I know. Some of our listeners may be on you know opposite sides of you know. Well, I want to add in too, like it. Now that even that it's well, now even now that it's reportedly over, it's still kind of stressful too because like it just doesn't feel like it's like completely over to me. I don't know if you guys feel that way, but to Trump's me, got two more months. He could, he's probably trying to. I mean, yeah, Trump's still gonna be the president for another two months, but at the same time, it's just like you know he's still out here saying. He didn't win. The media can't report, can't officially report who won the election and stuff like that. And it's just like, dude, like, just give it up. Yeah. And to me, I don't know why that's kind of just mentally draining to me. It's just like, I, I just want there to be an official set. I mean, you know, Biden, he's going to win, but I want there to be like an official set statement saying that Biden will be the next president so it can shut, you know, Trump up. Well, you're not going to get those until inauguration. Yeah, day. you're. That's the thing is like that kind of stuff. He, Trump will concede on inauguration day. If then, I mean, until you might see his ass getting dragged out of there by the Secret Service. I mean, mm-hmm. well, not really dragged, more like being arrested. But you know, it's it's a it's because there's so much drama with it. You know what I mean? And I think for a lot of people today, it kind of felt like the end to it. You know, the conclusion to the drama and the just divided country well, for the past four years felt like felt like yeah. the end for people on the left maybe not people on the right people on the right still think they still do yeah. well, and you know yeah. what though uh, I see no matter what happens they're going to think that no matter what happens they're gonna they're gonna think that there are because there are a lot of republicans that um have this obsession with Donald Trump and everything he says and believe everything he says um, when in all honesty the show is called uncalled for so I'm just going to say it where the guy has done nothing but spew lies over the past few days and you know he he just he, he has been kind of the epitome of what's wrong with America over the past year you know the way he handled COVID the stances he takes and the, just the way he talks about things, you know, and a lot of issues that we have right now, you know, I'd say maybe social issues 
they wouldn't because of him. I w- yeah, I wouldn't say they'd be solved, but they may be a little different if you had some strong leadership. And one of the things that was really telling for me was Friday night when Biden spoke and he did his, you know, had his speech. And I know, you know, people that are diehard on the right that don't want to hear it, they're going to say, oh, Biden lies. But one of the things that I at least liked is the man's not the president yet, but he stepped up right in that moment telling people to be patient, that he believes he, that the the statistics show that he's won and that he one of the things i liked what he said was i will work just as hard for the people that didn't vote for me as the people that voted for me and that's what you exactly that's exactly what you're supposed to do so for me that is not that is not a narrative that donald trump would have ever he's trying to bite us in the red yeah. and blue just talking about like blue states doing this with COVID. Yep, and, and see, that's what, and then what Biden said too, he's like, we're, we're, we're not going to have, I don't want there to be red states, I don't want there to be blue states, we're all Americans, and, you know, it's time for us to grow and heal, and I agree, and honestly, I th- I think... Did you see his speech tonight? I haven't, I can honestly tell you that, I was... It was... It was... <laughs> It was probably way better than the first one. I mean, there are a lot of, like, I mean, of course he won, so there's going to be a lot of positive vibes. But, I mean, it was just so well-spoken. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, I was just like, because this is the first ever presidential election I voted in. And um, I've, I'm i pretty sure everybody has seen a lot of Trump's uh, speeches over the last four years. But this one was just like, okay. I can I can at least give this guy a chance. Like I mean, there's a lot of you know he's not perfect, but you know he speak like he's well spoken and he, there's a level of professionalism about him that I forgot about. Yep. That a president. Yeah, we. That's the thing we've all forgotten about. So it. that's that's what <laughs> that's what that's what people need to like understand. It's just that you know this guy is qualified. This is how this is how a president is supposed to speak. This is how a president is supposed I'm to talk. To the presidency for 40 years of course it's well but and i think it's the way you carry yourself or the way you you speak and it's oh well, yeah you know, that's what i mean you know what i mean qualified. it's like you know where like i said fast for years now it's just been everything has been hate about something and these people lie about something and you know it's always us versus them and that doesn't really do anybody good I've just personally seen now over the past few years more division than I've ever seen in my entire life. Yep. And and also too like I mean, yeah, you know and it is kind of happens on both sides. I'm not going to say you know people on the left are completely completely innocent to it, which obviously is a lie. Um but you know it's just one of those things where like I don't know. I'm just One thing that really caught, um, I want to add on to uh, Biden's speeches that are really good. One thing that really caught my ear tonight was how he said uh, to President Trump, "You can't, don't hate him because he's the same as he's the same as us. He's American, and yeah, at the end of the day, he is, I guess, from here, and 
you know, he not not everybody likes him, but you know, he he was the president. And um that's just I don't know why, but like everybody's around the world like it's not even just in america it's everybody around the world i mean that guy he has like just so much negative energy mm-hmm. around him and like biden's he's over here like being the bigger person saying look you gotta like he was a president like you gotta respect him and you know he's one of us. i know and that was a thing i was telling in the debates because you know the the saying is is don't argue with a fool because from a distance people can't tell the difference and that's really all you had to do. And that strategy has, you know, I think definitely just showed that it's, you know, how, how well that'll work. So, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm. And at the same time, dude, like he's done so many, like he's done so many things to just like, if you weren't a Trump, if you were not a Trump supporter, he was nine times out of 10 talking shit about you. And like, I like just, just goes to show how he said when the whole thing with George Floyd was going on, how he said the black lives matter movements and stuff like that. And how he called them basically domestic terrorists. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you don't call your own people fucking terrorists. That's, that's like not what that's like. And I thought with that too, you know, where it got kind of dicey is when he was, you know, threatening to send the National Guard to deal with the people, and then he, and then saying, you know, once they start looting, you know, then they start shooting, you know, and it's like, yeah. man, you know, you really talk about, think about things, how bad they are right now, just wait till um, the National Guard actually <laughs> puts the hammer down on shit. the American people. You think things were in a bad spot now, just wait. And, um, you know, and I just, I also think it's crazy how, like, those are the, those are the differences between, uh, a, a, a real true president and somebody that's just there. Cause like I said, Biden's over here saying he's going to be the president for everybody. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. united under him and would land and with Trump, like I said, if you were not for Trump, you know he was he was going to attack you and i just think that's i just think that's important mm-hmm. and it's also crazy to me how trump's fans they're probably going to ignore that shit you know what i mean like they're going to ignore you know everything that trump says and they're going to agree with him yeah what i almost envision happening is he's going to be he he'll almost be like a a cult leader type figure after this is all over He's gonna start his own media company. He's gonna keep doing his rallies. People are still gonna fucking believe what he says. And that's scary. Like that's that's actually like kind of scary because he has such a big following too. The Republican and... Party is the Trump Party now. I don't care what anyone says. Well, I mean, it kind of has been because you just look at over the years, he's never his um, approval rating in Republicans has never dropped below ninety percent. No matter what he's said or what he's done, and I definitely think I I'll tell you this 100. percent He definitely for his comments he said in the last debate needs to be held accountable. He promised people a a COVID yep. vaccine within I a few within a couple weeks, that. and that was 
what two and a half weeks ago that they had that so as of now it yeah. should be out oh convenient around when it when it is around election time um now if he's just said that to get votes he needs to be held accountable and at least you know for what he said because you can't just say things like that you know playing with people's emotions where hundreds of thousands of people have died from it um and it's just i don't know i I, i'm and and then another thing that's bothered me too is like i said and people people are going to believe what they want to believe at the end of the day um He's done nothing but try to undermine the election process the whole the whole entire time, and um, you know. I mean, the guy's just confused. Mm-hmm. You mean he wants to stop the counts in some states, and then he wants to count every ballot in in another state. That's and it's just like voter fraud. Yeah, and he just doesn't know. Like, he just doesn't know what he mm-hmm. wants, and I mean. That's just how his how his fans are, bro. I mean, I saw like I saw different oh. tweets on 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 Twitter, and people were saying stop the count. And I didn't know I couldn't tell if they were Democrat or if I don't know I couldn't tell if they were for Biden or for Trump because Biden's people they wanted to count every vote, and Trump's the they were all mixed. They're all over the place. Yeah. The thing was because um, they thought these mail-in ballots were like late ballots. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's funny because I would get it if it was a normal year or nothing's going on. But how are you gonna say this about mail-in ballots uh, during a pandemic? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And um, I don't know. It's just and it's when you said fans, that's what I was trying. I actually lost my train of thought earlier. You know, I was raised. I know we've had that discussion before that like politics in a way was like it was rude to talk about that with other people you know it was like asking somebody's religion or you know things like that mm-hmm. where now it's like just a pe- people fucking rep it like it's their favorite football team like and it's it is so weird to me and it's very cringy because it's like people sitting there trying to say that their ideas are right and everybody else is wrong and you're stupid because you want this or you think this is right or you're un-American or you're this, you know, it's just fucking, it's just fucking especially, stupid. Especially if it gets, especially if it has the potential to get yep. violent and stuff like that. And it's like, like when so. people say things about an American way or American thing, this goes against certain things or certain rights. You know what? A lot of these rights. <laughs> think about when these were written, people. Think about it. A lot. We all can see how fast things change, and when you're talking over, think a lot of things change over 250 years, and um, some people hang on to things, old ideas, outdated ideas, and think that their way is always right. Um, nobody ever wants to give an inch and that has to end, but that's only where we're going to move forward. But, well, like you said earlier, Sean, Trump is just, I mean, anybody knows this is going to happen. And I mean, it's actually giving me dictator vibes because 
it's not i mean everybody knows it's not gonna be easy for him to like it, he's gonna make a scene he's gonna cause a scene when it's time for his ass to get up oh for sure i mean because his ego won't let him do that won't let him i've literally never seen any other president do this in history because like i said he's not he's not a real president how he carried himself over four years the speeches that he's given and the way he's uh delivered his speeches and things he said and mocking people and like just trashing certain groups of people and stuff like that that's not that wasn't presidential and like i said it's scary to think that people actually support that mm-hmm. shit. no i agree i agree so we'll see what happens i know there's gonna be a lot of changes you know that'll happen probably immediately you know in the next year or so um one of the things that are changing rapidly is i know a lot of states decriminalize a lot of different drugs you know oregon and it's hard about mean, oregon what the hell is going on up there holy I, shit i i it's a very weird thing for to think about because you know i understand marijuana things of that level when we talk about yeah. cocaine crack cocaine meth heroin like decriminalizing it you know as you know you can only have a certain amount too but in well i like what they did with the rule being that when you if you get caught with a certain amount of it then it's a hundred dollar fine and you have to do uh, a well, rehab and course but here's the thing and, and that's a good and here's i said I have a lot of different feelings on it. I think people that probably get arrested for those things that are users have a real problem that they need help with. And I can tell you what doesn't ever fix that. When somebody that has those issues is just forced to get help, it does not usually work. But that's not the state's Mm -hmm. fault. I think the one good thing is is that, that I've always sort of felt is that our system here does not redeem people, does not rehabilitate people. You know, people t- usually would get in trouble for certain things, and then they're just another number in a system, and they're a number, another criminal. Once they have that rap sheet, they can't get certain jobs, and then they just fall back in the same cycle that they that found them in the spot to get in trouble. Yeah. Now, that's the side I see. It's a step of trying to help rehabilitate people which I think is an amazing step. Now I would say maybe with that rule, and I don't, I, I would have to do more research. I don't know, maybe is there like a strike rule? Like what happens if you go to this rehab program that's mandated and then say you get charged again later on after you're done? Then is it, then do you get charged criminally? You can't keep sending well, somebody over and over because then that's just a cop-out, you know? Well, I was going to say something. He's done on this shit, and... um. It says most people who go through rehab after, like, going to jail or prison or something like that, like, 90% of the time, they don't do anything else after that. Well, I, I'll tell you what. The jail experience is probably... Uh, here's a, here's the a thing, a thing. problem with that. They're, they're less likely to be committed again. Uh, are you talking about drugs, or are you talking about criminal offenses? Criminal offenses. Uh, I don't think that's... A... I'm talking about rehabilitation, not just letting them out. Um, 
I don't know about that. I mean... Hassan was doing a big segment on this, and I was watching Yeah, because that's recidivism. Um, you know, I, I... It depends on the... It, honest to God, it depends on the charge of the person. Right? Um... You would honestly, you see a lot more recidivism for probably um, drug offenses rather than you would maybe a violent crime because it's just, you know, it's easier to sell drugs than kill people. But I've just felt that at least it's a step, but I don't know, maybe it's too big of a step. Maybe, I mean, like I said, I'd have to I'd have to see more information about what happens after, and I can tell you this: that people that go to prison and become that have an addiction and become clean, what happens a lot of times too for those people, um, since they're not in a formal rehab, you know, they sometimes aren't provided with the necessary tools to learn how to cope with being clean. They don't, it's easy for them to go through something like that. Or, I mean, it's, it's easy for them to get clean because they're forced to. But then when they come out of the system, they're not given, they don't have the tools or the know-how to cope with issues. And they can fall back, so they can fall kinda, back in their... They're kind of just getting let out. Well, yeah, I mean, almost. it's, it happens. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that we have the tools to give them well i mean yes so here's the thing some prisons do but not all do see this the thing is not it's not a there's not no unified thing of what they'll provide and what they you know don't so sometimes yes you might have some kind of rehab but you know i think it's a little hard because you a lot of people that go through a rehab not in a prison they have sponsors or some people that have helped them through their process that they'll keep in contact with for you know years and years and years now if that's yeah. provided publicly through this through you know uh, public health are you only granted access to that within a certain time frame or are you only allowed to use it when you get arrested for until you complete the course and then you no know more help for you because you know, relapse happens often. Well, happens a lot for people that are recovering addicts. And the thing is, is nobody's really ever cured from it. It's all. It always. It's always a struggle. It's always a part of their life that that is there that they have to, you know, work on for the rest of their life. So. Yeah. I think I think it'll be interesting, well, I mean, especially I, Oregon. It, Oregon will be interesting because they literally were like, "We'll just be the test subject and fucking see how this goes." You know, it could go terribly wrong. I, here's the thing: I know they've probably planned it all out. You know, I doubt very seriously they just thought of this overnight and were like, "Oh yeah, let's let's do this and see how it goes." I'm sure it's probably been planned out by people that are hopefully smarter mm -hmm. than us, but you know. <laughs> You, you can't ever really be too certain about that. I'm going to be honest with you. 
Yeah, because like I said, when I saw that, bro, I was like, these are some really, f- that's some really fucked up drugs that they're start, well, not legalizing, but decriminalizing. Yeah. And, you know, that just, I mean, I wonder if there's also a rule saying that, like, like almost like intoxication, like being out in public while you're like one of off these drugs, too. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I wonder what the law for that mm-hmm. is. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have so. to we'll have to wait and see. You know, um, are they the first state to do it? Yes, they're the first state to decriminalize everything. Like so, I know th- a lot of states did different things. Some new states, you know, decriminalized marijuana. Um, some, I think Washington D.C. decriminalized psychedelics. I did see that. Um, other places have done stuff like that. I know Jersey legalized weed. Legalized or decriminalized? Uh, I believe it was legalized. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and <laughs> listen, and and even with that, I, I mean, that's not necessarily um, not really a drug, in my opinion. Well, it can it's lead to things for some people. It's a gateway it, drug. Yeah, it can be for some people, but uh, you know. I don't think it should be criminalized. I don't necessarily think it should be. I don't think it should be criminalized either. Um, but because historically, over the you know we've too many people have had their lives ruined for possession of marijuana and things like that. And I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna defend people that would sell the drugs when you know it's illegal because you know <laughs> I, I, I I'm not really gonna defend that. You know what I mean? It's it's different if it's somebody that just has something for themselves or something. I don't know. If you they don't have like a big operation, but most people that have one have some more than just weed. But, but yeah, I guess we'll just have to see how it goes. Oregon's going to be an interesting place to keep an eye on for the next, you know. Honestly, the next, whenever, yeah. whenever that is like official you know and whatever that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out in the next few months the next year rather I would say (laughs) it's going to take years because you're going to they're going to have to keep track of these people that are arrested and and here's another thing too you know what that that is going to affect police departments greatly because you need to hire more cops. No, no, no. That's going to that's going to wipe out they? like vice and narcotics division or um vice narcotics uh, in the police departments. Because yeah, because now it's it's not you're not going to do investigations on those things anymore. You know, those aren't going to be you know, that's that's the whole point of yeah. having them. So, um, that'll be interesting to see, you know, if you're going to wipe out a, a part of the, of a department, you know, and, and I can tell you this, Vice Narcotics is a big part that it, they have a very big budget, you know, well, I'm sure, I'm sure they'll integrate like that department into like, a. uh, they'll probably, well, 
I'm yeah, not sure. I don't. I don't know. The problem, uh, maybe, uh, you know, who knows? Who uh, who honestly knows? Because here's the problem with it: is those officers that work in those are always under are they're undercover too? So yeah, you know. maybe they'll maybe they'll be around with like patrols or something like that, or if there's like a case or a problem that somebody has. Uh, some sort of drug or something like that. They're just along with the patrol, and they'll do something along. I don't know how how they'll do that, but that is. I didn't even think of that. How you said uh, the whole narcotics divisions in the departments. Yep, that'll be that'll be interesting too. So, and also because I don't know, it'll be interesting because especially with you know Oregon, say like these programs that they're gonna, that program they're gonna do for people. You know, that's also going to cost a lot of money, too. And I know a lot of mm-hmm. well, states, the goddamn, the federal government, local governments, are next year going to have enormous budget cuts from spending just for how much money they've spent during COVID. So I'll be curious. Well, they can make a lot of their money back from um, the state selling their own weed. Yeah, but don't they have to have it? It would Wait, have where? to be decri- It would have to be legal for them to say, yeah, for them to for them to sell it. Well, in this case, in Oregon, weed is legal, right? Uh, weed is true. legal in Oregon, right? Is I don't it? know. I know it is in Washington State, but I don't know about Oregon. Um, would it be a statewide thing? Well, yeah. If they legalize weed, it'd have to be a statewide thing probably illegal then well i mean shit if there's no reason why they should have decriminalized yeah, all these it, other it, drugs weed is legal in oregon okay i was gonna say i was like i was sitting here thinking to myself i was like there's no way in hell they would decriminalize all of those and keep weed decriminalized too yeah so as i was saying they might they might have had like some sort of financial plan if if you say they're going to lose money you know maybe the state might start selling their own sort of well, they do make a lot of money on that um oh, for sure 100 i know the government in canada sells weed yeah well uh that's like colorado has been notorious for uh making a shit ton of money on it so is washington state that's why a lot of states start have 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 honestly i think started to change their tune on it after seeing how much money there was to be made um because let's be honest here the world revolves around money so whatever's going to make them money they're going to do in the long run and they'll spend it it. a certain way to make it not look like it's all about money oh yeah business is like one of the biggest growing businesses in the united states multi-billion dollar well, in the hit, it'll take on organized type crime. You know, if you can go and buy your drugs legally, you know. You don't have to worry about uh, something being laced or some shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know. But, yeah, I guess we'll have to just wait and see what happens with that. But I guess... Um, I, I just want to say, and I know we'll agree with this. Some of the best part of best parts about today has been the memes that have been coming out. Well, 
I, 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 I just think it's crazy to see, like, I mean, obviously, you know, with COVID going on and stuff like that, every, not every big city, but there were a lot of cities. I mean, people were, like, outside, like, dancing and having public celebrations. I saw videos where they were in well, you Times know Square. ironic about that? Like, at the middle we're, of the we're, we're literally getting you know, you know what's ironic right now. We have 500,000 new cases in four I mean, I don't. Forty thousand deaths. I don't think. Or like four thousand. People care. Well, right I was. Now. I was. I mean, it's I was bad, gonna say but... it's kind of funny because you you think the people that vote for Biden typically were the people that care more about COVID, and they're kind of yeah. like. <laughs> I just hope people realize since Trump is gone, doesn't mean COVID is gone. Shit's still real, bro. Well, but I mean, well, in, at the same time, bro. Well, I was gonna, I just, I just don't think people. Well, I was gonna care. say, if if anything, no. um, it would be the opposite because the Democrats and and like left wing would have wanted to take it more serious with lockdowns and things like that. I think if Trump had his way, like we wouldn't, we'd be open, running like normal. I mean, yeah. The whole state of Florida is just yeah. wide open, bro. So, I mean, the cases, it, it honestly just depends on where, like, what states, too. Because, like, I told Brady earlier, I was like, the Midwest and Florida and shit like that are getting, I think. We're getting pounded right now. I'm pretty sure those are, the, those are the states that are getting hit hard the most because, you know, those are Republican states. And, you know, not every Republican's taking the shit serious. Minnesota's getting fucked as well. Well, I mean... Yeah, but you guys are kind of in the middle of all of it. Yep. So, I mean... Like, I was at at B-Dubs earlier, bro. I saw multiple kids with their masks not even covering their nose. I'm like, what's the point, bro? Like, what are... Yeah, but I mean, like I said, it's just... Like, sitting at their table? uh, That's... What do you mean? Like, standing in line? Waiting in line to get sat. Uh, Well, I mean, there are a few of those... Here, I mean, I would say for the most part here, in our area, people take oh, it every... serious. I mean, there's never, there's never really been a bad outbreak in this area. I would probably say the worst it's been is probably when it all started, but I guess you can kind of well, say that. I, you know, it's it's funny though because here, you know, I see everybody wear a mask here, but yeah, and we live Trey and I live near Washington D.C. Now, yeah, but when I go and visit type. my parents who live in Myrtle Beach. You know, now in South Carolina, so I'll give you an example. I'll go to the gas station. It's called, it's a, it's called the gas stations that are popular, popular down there are called Circle K's. And um, so, like, if you go in there, you want to buy, like, a drink or something in the gas station, most of the people you see go in there do not wear a mask. So it's like you could definitely Well, I mean, yeah, when I was – I'm guessing these companies don't enforce it as well. Well, yeah, when I was in Myrtle Beach for my birthday, I, I kid you not. I mean, it's ironic you say that because I saw Trump signs. They have a store down there. Every, they, every, every business I saw, they, every restaurant I saw was endorsing Trump. They a Trump store down there where you can buy Donald Trump merchandise. That's just <laughs> crazy. It's like a they open up Fanatics yep. Trump's. Trump shop. It's, it's fucking insane. It's a team store. 
but i mean yeah i mean it, it you know it, it's the that's the trend i see at least i mean like i said midwest states that are red and then florida which is honestly i, don't, I just don't even think florida should be even considered a state anymore at this point for the shit that they pulled the, i mean through the election and um how they've been treating covid and then them opening up sporting full to full capacity yeah, yeah. don't they have a hurricane coming right now I don't know about right now. Uh, I, I I saw where there was one in the uh, what is it Central America somewhere down there in the southern waters. Hmm. But yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but we'll just have to we'll just have to wait and see what happens with that. You know, and but not to bring everybody down, but you know, at least at least for most the majority of Americans can be happy tonight, knowing that. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it was that was probably the best part of my day, just seeing everybody out there just celebrating. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. we all, I mean, everybody did their part mm -hmm. you know i would hope you did your part and um another crazy thing is too i wonder what the rest of the world thinks also because i saw a tweet i think it was yesterday um it was basically asking um people who didn't live in the united states who they wanted you know to win and i didn't think well I didn't think it was that big of a thing. I knew it was a big deal, but I didn't know it was that big to the point where like other countries and their citizens would have had like a uh, like a thought or an opinion washing, yeah. who they wanted to win. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I thought to myself. I was like, damn. I was like, people are really watching us. Oh. And I would say I probably only saw. Well, I mean, shit. Every every tweet that replied to that tweet had said that they wanted Biden. You gotta to realize win. that and we. You know, we're pretty much like the most influential country in the world, and yeah. everybody it matters to everybody as far as you know, like in the UN and things like that. We are a big deal, and who is our leader matters greatly. I know just see because everybody knows that I'm like a Manchester United fan, and like the people that I follow, like the on that are on like fan channels and stuff like that, that were like tweeting about it. And, Granted, these are just these are just normal people that live in like England and things like that. But from what I can see in their tweets, they all wanted Biden to win because, and they all mm -hmm. hate their prime minister. They hate Boris Johnson. Troops, you know thing. what I mean. So it's 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 one of those things where that's that's the change they wanted that that they wanted to see and that they were happy to see. Yeah, troops did the same thing. Uh, like I. I'm sure mostly everybody knows this by now, but troops moved to New York to get to start working for Barstool. And I've started following him on Instagram and stuff like that. And I would say a good, a good portion of his Instagram story posts were like, he was out there in New York celebrating and he was calling Joe, Joe Biden to his president now. <laughs> and I was just like, this fuck, like this guy just came from England not even 48 hours ago and he's already getting you know already out here calling biden his president stuff like that hopefully he can get stan Kroenke out next but that's neither here nor there 
We'll say that yeah, for another yeah, episode. Yeah. Fucking Stan Kroenke, fucking Trump supporting, fucking money. Lo- anyway, um, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not fucking. Well, yeah. So, um, anything else you guys want to cover? Fuck you, Kroenke. Glazers are worse. <laughs> I beg to differ. All right, well, we can just, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here, but, you know, thanks everybody for listening. We definitely just wanted to make an episode today. Um, I'm going out of town for the week and wanted to get this out there um, on the day it was kind of all decided, but um, thanks, thank yeah. you everybody for listening. Um, the numbers are doing great on the podcast. Just continue to share it with your friends. Um, Make sure to follow us on Twitter at the Uncalled For, and that's T H E E Uncalled For. Um, on Twitter, you can follow us on um, Apple Podcasts and Spotify for at just Uncalled For. There, um, you know, we're, we've been we've been doing well as far as consistency goes. You know, we've done I think three episodes this week. You know, we put out our anime yeah. one on thursday um i know everybody those ones have always been pretty popular um and hopefully the guys are going to make that a a regular thing so you know maybe and by the way the this episode this is these are opinions okay well the here's the so, thing you listen to this podcast heard about the name is called uncalled for for a reason it's here for an opinion and you don't have to agree with us and it's okay to disagree and um this is just our opinions and it's okay if you have a different feeling on things it's perfectly fine so and that a lot of and i'm I'm here i'm here to say this too i'm here to say this too i don't support everything that biden wants to do in my opinion he's just a better fit than trump is i'm not saying that i'm like i'm not a party affiliate of anything not, i'm not really you know, either i just felt socially for where we're at right now um the person in charge is not the right man for the job but and that's that's i mean that's a big part of it so but anyway guys thanks for yeah. stopping by thanks for listening um share the podcast with your friends um and get in touch with us on twitter um so yeah, hope you guys enjoy and we hopefully we'll have an episode up this week, maybe another anime one or something along those lines. So um enjoy your Saturday evening. Hope you guys stay safe, stay healthy and we'll see you guys in the next one. See you guys.